Okay, so I heard either it was like 79 years ago, Minnesota was hit with a bizarre polar vortex. I don't know where the hell that came from, but I'm in need for it to go back all the way to where it came from. Uh, And I guess I'm speaking for everyone because now it's gotten to the point where even if you put on numerous layers it's gonna feel like you walked outside ass butt naked like bare skin talking about this kind of cold where you put on where you put on aquaphor and your skin is so dry that it looks like you have on white stockings because you turned so ashy and it's like this is bizarre it's crazy dryness Uh, I'm not in Minnesota, but I have lived there before, and I will say that it does get extremely cold. I've been where, actually, I've had two winters where it was under, actually, negative 40-something degrees for, like, two weeks straight or more, and I had to go out in it every single day. I had to go to work and go to training in the negative 40 something degree temperatures every day um i mean this is where thermals and lots of undergarments become your super best friend like you guys are like jointed by the hip then i hear people complaining about how cold it is in massachusetts and i'm like guys shut up absolutely shut up you haven't felt cold yet this is picnic weather shut up it ain't cold Please, you haven't felt real cold. The kind of cold where you are wearing clothes that are two two times the bigger your size or a jacket two times bigger than the original size you wear because now you're about to be wearing your bed sheets up under your freaking jacket and clothes. It's craziness and even that ain't going to be enough. (laughs) Like seriously, true biz. Really bad, really bad. Um... I visited another state in October, but it was not as bad. It really, really wasn't. The only thing that was kind of annoying is how I had to keep my fedora hat from flying away. I've had that happen before. Um, So I'm constantly walking and just kind of like checking my head and making sure my hat doesn't fly off. Uh, Other than that, I guess I was really well equipped for the cold weather. Um, Well, seemingly cold weather. Um, and this polar vortex is like freezing people and stuff and now that's not funny at all as people are actually like being found frozen to death at bus stops that is bizarre like were these homeless people or were they people waiting for a bus either way it's bizarre it's crazy Um, I think there should be like buses standing at the stops where it's nice and warm, where people could wait for the bus inside of a bus. And that way nobody is found dead. That is bizarre. That is absolutely bizarre. Whether they're homeless or not is just nuts. So I would say, guys and gals, make sure you get all of your layers and stuff put on and not be found stuck at a bus stop where it's freezing cold. Uh, If you have to, well, if you really think that it's that bad, you probably don't need to go outside. 
because today I'm not even sure if I'm going to go to my sign language class tonight. I'm about to be a really crappy student and not go today because I'm checking the forecast and it's showing some snow. See, the thing is, my situation is I am not like my other student, my other classmates. My, my other classmates are not visually impaired. Well, they're not. They don't have low vision, so they don't have trouble with seeing in the dark. Um, yeah. So. And, you know, they can drive. And I think I'm going to be smart about it and not go today and just go straight home after I'm done teaching today while it's still light out. And I'm thinking I'm just going to take a lift or something and go home and just bypass all of the slippery stuff. Um, all the puddles outside are going to turn into ice. And I don't have on my appropriate shoes for this kind of weather, so that's kind of, that's all my fault. I was being lazy because I didn't want to pull the shoes on. They don't, like, my, my winter shoes don't have zips. So I was being really lazy, and I chose not to wear it for the simple fact that I didn't want to pull them on. So now I have the consequences to deal with almost immediately, like instant regret. Because the soles of the shoes are not... They don't track. They don't have any grip. So, yeah. I know what's coming for me if I don't just go ahead and leave early while it's still light enough outside where the little puddles are not ice yet. But I do want to say thanks to everybody for sharing their embarrassing stories and go check out their podcast and listen to what they have going on they have some really good content and perhaps I could probably grab some other folks along and have them share some more stories and what their experience is with this cold weather I have a friend up in Minnesota who said that it's so cold the wind actually looks blue when it blows I have never heard of anything like that in my life the only time I heard of these things where the wind actually has a color is in a daggone cartoon like Tom and Jerry or something. And it looks like it's actually a blue wind blowing. Never in my entire time of living in Massachusetts or Minnesota ever heard of it ever being that bad and that cold outside. It is absolutely horrendous. Um... I don't know. This is crazy. So if it's going to be that bad, imagine what the summer is going to be like. Um, If it's going to actually be that bad, I think I'm going to be extremely lazy and hibernate with the air conditioning. And there's going to be a heck of a lot of Ubering happening because I'm not cut. I'm not going to be outside in that heat. That's for one thing. Either that or I'm not going out at all. Period nothing zilch guys it is I Casper I think I'm gonna make this a podcast um what I want to tell you guys that listened new and current listeners thanks you guys are highly appreciated So, the polar vortex nightmare that is happening 
to all of my friends out there in the upper parts, like Chicago, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Michigan. Um, maybe, nah, not the mitten. The mitten probably isn't that cold, but, uh, Minnesota and Chicago and Wisconsin, you guys are absolutely getting paddled and swaddled by that heat. Crazy, crazy cold weather. Guys, I heard you guys got like negative 23 in Chicago. Oh gosh, forget it. Stay warm. Okay, so this little segment is going to be called a tone check. Um, This is what we call having to bring someone down to reality when they start getting too high up on their high horse and they start acting too entitled. But I do have some voicemails I want you guys to listen to. And I also am still doing little segments and podcasts about embarrassing stories. Apparently, it's gotten a lot of attention. And I'm guessing people are enjoying embarrassing stories that have been shared with uh, from other people and myself. And so I hope to get some more of those coming in as well. Um, so the tone check. Uh, I don't know when you guys, I don't know if some of you guys work with other people and sometimes they get a little too into themselves and they start acting a little high and mighty and holier than thou kind of thing and they start needing to get a tone check. So basically a tone check is when someone is getting too high up and too full of themselves and they, they start acting entitled, you're going to have to pull them down to reality with a swift yank and let them know what it is and that no amount of money in this world will allow, will let you allow someone to disrespect them or talk to, like, disrespect you or talk to you like you're not worthy of being spoken to respectfully. So, it's happened plenty of times before and... Sometimes people get a little too much. They get to be a little too extra, you know. And so I have to just remind them, like, first of all, there's no money in this, no amount of money in this world that's going to allow me to let you talk to me the way you think you can. And if you don't feel like you're getting someone that's easy enough to walk over like a rug, you're more than welcome to go to hell somewhere else. But you're definitely not going to sit here in front of me talking like that. So, some time ago, and I'll tell you why this is coming up. So, some time ago, I was teaching a couple of people, and I had this one particular individual who just kept on whining and crying about all types of itty-bitty little things, and then they started getting a little, they started getting very prejudiced. Uh, They started to get very prejudiced, and this is why I say Massachusetts is undoubtedly known for having blatantly prejudiced people sitting right in your face being exactly like that. They don't do it behind covers, they do it in your face. And this is why when you react, you give them a reaction in their face. The same way they gave you the prejudiced treatment in your face, you do it right back in their face. 
equal treatment. That's my motto, equal treatment. Treat me the way you want to be treated. And that's it. There's no extra 1%. Nope, it's 50-50. So this one individual just kept on crying and griping about little itty bitty things that really was pointless. There was no real there was no real reason to be crying and whining over something so small. So basically he wanted to turn everything all about him. Like all of the hours of training was supposed to be just about him and his issues that we're not even trained to even give a shit about. Like you have extra issues, you take it to someone who specializes in your extra issues. We're not for you and your uh, your other issues. We are trainers who teach you how to access information and basic things. And that's it. We're not doing the extra because we're not getting paid to do the extra stuff. And even if we were, the simple fact is that we're not designed for that. So if you have issues that we can't fix, then you need to stop crying about it and go somewhere else with it. There are departments for all that kind of stuff, but you're in the wrong spot. So then he started getting it all hissy and fissy and everything, like started telling people about me and how much of a bad trainer I was just because I told him what it was. He was being rude and prejudiced to me and I had to shove it right back, period. No, like absolutely not. Um, It pissed me off more than it pissed anyone else off for the fact that he thought in his right, like in his crazy mind that he was going to talk to me crazy. Um, No. So I, I almost forgot that I was in a professional setting, like really quickly. I went from zero to 100, zero to 1000 really quickly, like in the blink of an eye. He started crying, started crying, and he started saying stuff that was actually quite discriminatory. And like I said, they say it in your face. He said it in my face, and then he expected me to apologize for him for being the way that I was, which was just me being myself and not being unprofe- I wasn't being unprofessional. You know, what led to this was he came in. And he started griping about Donald Trump. And I told him this was not the space for the political talk. And that this is strictly a a learning environment. You needed to respect that, you know, just don't make other people feel uncomfortable. You can leave your political or religious views out the door, right on the sidewalk. And he didn't like that at all. No, no, no. He didn't like that somebody younger than him told him to quiet down and keep all that noise out on the street and don't come inside that place with all that nap, that, that, that nonsense. So then he, you know, he did that little snooty sniff like that. And then I knew that once you do that little sniff, that means you're about to show your prejudice side or that long, deep breath. You're getting ready to be a total dickhead and you're about to get it right back immediately. So they had a choice of whether to decide if they wanted to go ahead and go and be that way and deal with the consequences immediately. I don't leave any room for people to be that way to me.
Tone Check Part 2. It's guaranteed not to be that long. So it spiraled and it continued into something so wild that people in the other divisions were starting to complain about this person that kept calling every person, like every administrator, to complain about me. He thought that by doing that after telling him not to bring all that Trump crybaby nonsense into the space for other people, that he was going to get me in trouble. And I was prepared for what was coming. Um, Because if they actually did believe him, that would have been a discrimination lawsuit right in the plate that they had in front of them. So they knew that he was not going to get what he wanted. What he wanted was for me to get in trouble because I wasn't letting him cry and waste my time. Like our time is valuable. Our time is expensive as instructors. We're not trained to be counselors at all. So he needed to go cry to somebody else. I wasn't I wasn't there for that. That's not my title. So lo and behold, he got a hold of someone who knew me and he thought the individual he was crying and griping to did not know me. So he landed himself in some deep hot water. After he was done saying what he said and all the prejudiced things he said about me, um, he ended up getting an earful and which then caused him to no longer be able to go to that specific facility, but he can go anywhere else except for that one. And then he got himself in trouble in that space as well. He pretty much, he's a bully and he's an older person, very snooty and prejudiced. And he likes to push his political agenda down people's throat. And if you refuse it, he's going to try and sabotage everything around you. And this is why I called it a tone check. He needed to recognize who the hell he was talking to. I wasn't anybody that he can push his political agenda onto. And he had so many things going on in that space that people were becoming uncomfortable. So once he was no longer there, the individuals he ran out with his political jargon and nonsense came back after he was gone. Um, And we were able to get back you know, get everything back the way we needed it to be, you know, a peaceful environment where training happens and learning happens and where people have equal amount of respect for one another happens. It wasn't unleveled. So basically what happened was the energy vibes became unleveled and it started to create problems and we needed to firmly and sort of aggressively redirect it by giving him a tone check and starting everything off when we're when we speak to him with a whole bunch of first of alls <laughs> um you know I'm not I just can't I can't put up with that kind of stuff you know we're trying to help people we're not here to argue with people we're not here to play games we're not here to be disrespected by people 
and we're certainly not here to let people bully us. If you have a problem with us speaking up for ourselves, then you need to go through that same door you walked through to get in there. It's right there still. It didn't change. Nothing about it changed. It's right back outside where you came from, and that's it. Uh, and this sometimes this is what it comes with with the tone checks and he wasn't the only one that did it it was another person who who became very snooty uh, actually he was very snooty and prejudiced too he tried it he tried to do it and it didn't lead to anything else other than him being directed elsewhere either he go he was directed elsewhere or he couldn't get anything at all but he definitely wasn't allowed to sit there and play in my face like that. He had to be firmly readjusted, like a firm attitude adjustment. Um, I usually don't like being that way, but it's called being respectful and, you know, maintaining your self-worth. Everybody here who's listening to this has spent you know, years building up your self-confidence and you don't have room for someone to come from where the hell they came from to come talk to you like you're less than or like you don't have a face value of nothing at all. Everyone is valuable. Everyone should have confidence. Everyone is entitled to feel good about themselves. Anybody that you feel is making you feel like that is not true, that you're not good enough, show them that door that they just walked through. Tell them to get the hell out of your face and don't come back through there again until they fix their own attitude. You know, whatever the problem is that they have, that's their personal issue. It's not yours. Everyone has their own issues they have going on. Uh, you're not taking on other people's issues. That's not your t- That's not your job. No amount of money in this world is, should allow anybody to talk to you like you're not good enough. Please miss me with it. Totally. Um, you know, like it's, that's the ugly part of doing that kind of stuff is people actually have the nerve. They really actually think they can talk to you like that. You know, it's absolutely amazing. Like absolutely shocking how people think that they can treat you any kind of way without any immediate reactions that that's directed right back to them. And it's not It's not something I say behind their back. I tell it in their face. The same way they show their prejudice attitude and their snootiness to your face, you should be able to give it right back to them. Don't let a second go by. Just fire it right back. No ifs, ands, or buts. Preserve your happiness. Preserve your self-worth. interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard um, either recently or like um, hundreds of episodes ago you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com and I'll say it again casu305 at outlook.com. Thank you.
ladies and gents and podcast listeners near and far, thanks for listening. And as I said, I would tell you how that happened. Me and a group of friends were talking about the craziness that pops up in our environments as people doing what we like to do. And then we got to talking about that kind of stuff. Like people who are just plain prejudiced and messed up and shouldn't be allowed to be out in public until they can fix their their attitude. So if you have any, if you also have any stories about how you had to te- how you had to check someone real quick on the spot, please feel free to uh, share the story to the emails that's provided in the segment above. I'm going to let you guys hear some voicemails. By the way, Casper, if you feel like it, go ahead and find me on Instagram. Strong body, strong soul. I just did a couple of IGTV videos that I posted over there. And um, it's so nice to meet you. I don't know how long you've been out here on the platform, but I don't mind helping with techie stuff. If you have any questions, too, I've had good luck moving my audio from the Anchor podcast over to YouTube and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. I also co-host on a show out here called The Creators Council. So you're always welcome to go over there and to listen to some of those kind of techie episodes if you feel like it. Okay, thanks for calling again. Bye. All right, so I stopped uh, right at the sleep, right, right in the beginning when you asked where, <laughs> where I would be, and uh, if I, if it was a, if it was a subject in school, I'd be like, I'd be getting like kicked out of, I'd be getting kicked out of school, I'd be getting kicked out, I'd be going to juvenile detention, you know, um, I mean, just, you know, just borderline from being one of them. Uh, you know, people that like shoot up schools or something, just borderline. That's how bad my sleep is. Not making fun of any of that, but I'm just saying, you know, um, just borderline. Because it's crazy the way I go to sleep. I can't go to sleep without like 15 melatonin, 10 milligram each, and I get prescribed things from the VA. So that's how bad it is for me. Hey, thank you so much for your message. I love your podcast. Um, I definitely favorite your podcast. Um, please feel free to check out mine and hit the favorite button if you like what you hear. Um, thanks again. I love what you're doing on Anchor.